welcome, welcome. Session three of money and I've had a morning of just anticipation and a morning of praying and a morning of really listening for new, new thoughts, new ways to think about money. And so I know last week was, was a lot of deep emotional breakthrough and you know, a lot of, a lot of shift and a lot of breakthrough for some of you, you know, it is work. It is work working through these money issues. It is like a skill set really to work through. And so it does take time, you know, it takes time. It takes, it takes attention. It takes focus to work through these things and to look at the heart and to look at the mind and renew the mind. So remember that you're on a journey as we go through this, this money, this money program, you're on a journey. We are catching, we are catching new ways of thinking. We are catching new processes in the way that we do money, the way that we think about money. We are catching new perspectives. Uh, you know, as much as anything else, as much as the skill set, what I'm teaching you is how to think differently. I'm teaching you how to think differently about money. I'm teaching you how to think differently about business. I'm teaching you how to think differently about selling. And so it requires work. And so it might feel like you're working through a lot of emotions and a lot of thoughts and tracks of thinking that have become ingrained in, in our minds. And we, we can become so ingrained in certain ways of thinking because like we've grown up listening, hearing what our parents say about money. I know that, uh, that you know, we, we, we were talking about the depression era like even that word and how people are talking about, you know, depression and recession and all these words that we're hearing and the language that we're hearing around us. And we are like going upstream when everyone else is going downstream. We're going upstream. We are swimming against the tide to break through the way that the world thinks about money and pursue freedom and pursue our mountains that we are climbing. And it takes work. There is resistance. There's resistance in our heart and there's resistance in our mind. But we are going to pursue these mountains. We've had some awesome testimonies of some, some financial breakthrough this week, which I'm like so excited when I get those messages. I'm like, freedom. That's freedom for that family. When they make one little sale, that's one step more towards freedom. And I get so, so excited when I hear the testimonies of you guys as you're breaking through, we are all in this together. We are all in the pod together. And so there's, there's a, a permission and a process that is going to happen today. And I want to talk to you about perspective, permission and process as we move towards catching those whales, catching those whales, right? And, um, and so it starts with the little fish and the little fish are good. My neighbor's mother, her name is Mari, and she always says, little fish are good, because you can still eat little fish, right? Little fish are good, and you, learn how to, and you learn how to sell, and you catch the little fish. So I just put this, I put this, um, this table up here again, just to remind you, you know, as you look at your mindset, and you look at your entrepreneurial skill set, because it's a combination of the mindset and the skill set, isn't it? As you're looking at both of those, as you move towards your goal, as you move towards catching your six and seven figure whales, and some of you already caught a six and now you're going for a seven. And, and so as you move to, towards those things, 
I want you to be aware of the process. Uh, be aware of the progress in the process because you are making progress in the process. And so even if you are waiting, if you are waiting still for something to come through, I want to encourage you that the penny is going to drop. There, the penny drops at different times. Don't you love that saying? The penny drops. <laughs> it's the penny literally in your brain dropping. And, and so as we pursue freedom, it, it's, a whole, it's like picking up a whole new skill set that you never learned at school or at work or from your parents. And it does require work. And you are doing the work. You're showing up. And every week, you know, this is a bit of a marathon, isn't it? It's not like, it's, it, it requires a lot of emotional stamina. Business requires a lot of emotional stamina. Everyone requires emotional stamina around money these days because it's not as easy as it used to be. And you only have to look at the stats of what's going on. I was reading about CEOs and how, I think it was 56% of them are like have lost their footing. They've got become doubtful. They don't know what to say to their teams. And so the world is like reeling, but we're not going to reel. We're going to reel in the whales. We are going to reel in the whales. And so this is about reclaiming what has been lost. It's about reclaiming and taking the territory that you are designed and called to take financially. Uh, and so, you know, I'm going to share about beliefs today and we're going to do some activations and we're going to, we're going to redefine and rewire uh, our money manifesto, if you like and start to, to challenge more of those beliefs because beliefs are like subconscious drivers. They impact your results negatively or positively. And you guys know this. So what beliefs are at the foundation of your money mindset? And as I started to work through, you know, again, today's uh, session, and I've run this program before, but this one's different again, because, you know, I have different, I have different uh, realizations and we're in a different season. And so your beliefs need to align with your goals. It's one thing to have the goal and the dream, right? But if we're gonna drive the dream, we've gotta get our beliefs into alignment. And so we have to recognize the negative beliefs. And we've talked about rules last week that we picked up and started to pick up and notice those boxes. And I would just say to you, you know, in that, I want you to, I want you to continue that. Like if you notice yourself thinking something like, you know, I, oh, I'm, I'm still waiting. I haven't got a sale yet. Why haven't I got a sale yet? Uh, I don't know what to do. Remember, we're not going to come into alignment or agreement with confusion or with uncertainty or with doubt. And so as you're going through this journey, honour the journey, honour the journey, honour the progress that you have made so far. And the way that we are being as we, as we move towards our financial goals is as important as what we are doing, right? So, so when, we're, when, we're, when we're in the journey towards freedom, you know, the world would say, oh, we are caged, but we are not caged. And, uh, and Viktor Frankl, in his book, Man's Search for Meaning, he, he studied how the prisoners were. He was in a, in a prisoner of war camp and he studied how the prisoners were and he said, hope is the thing that kept people alive. 
Hope is the thing that made people work, move towards and stay alive in that prison camp. And yet, you know, the world and the media would have us in a prison camp, but we must pursue freedom. And that's what leadership is about, being able to pursue, pursue your own personal freedom. And, and when we talk about being caged, a lot of our fear is social fear. It's not actually physical fear. Most of us have roofs over, or we all have a roof over our heads. We have food and yes, money and survival. When we get in that survival state, we can start worrying about losing our home as I have done. But a lot of it is social fear. And you know, freedom and courage is the ability to fully express yourself, to fully express yourself. And this plays into, into, uh, into the way that you express yourself in your marketing, the way you express yourself through your product, the way you express yourself when you're doing videos or you're training people. I wanna release some expression over you. I wanna release it over you. And not being like timid, about what you, what you are, are sharing with people. They need to hear what you are thinking. That is what the world needs right now. They need to hear the ideas that are stimulated as you work, as you work through this program. That's what the world needs to hear. Because when they, you start to teach them how to think about the thing that you know about, they're gonna to start to look to you and follow you. And the more conviction you have within yourself, as you express yourself in your marketing, and that comes with practice. And, you know, as you're in the waiting, as you're in the waiting, I remember many times where I felt, I'm doing all this work, I'm putting all these posts out, I'm doing this and I'm still waiting for the fish. You know, in the waiting, how are you being in the waiting? How are you being in the valley? How you are being in the valley is the key. So let's, let's get into more of the beliefs today and let's start to look at what you're saying to yourself. So what we're going to do is we're going to catch the foxes that what do you say to yourself about money? And maybe you say some good things about money and that's great because maybe some of you, I believe, have already had some shifts around money. And so I want you to, what I'm going to do is just give you a few moments. I want you to just write down what comes out of your head without filtering it. And so I want you to write down money is, and then I want you to write words. And there might be some positive and there might be some negative but I want you to start to catch what's going on in your brain and the subconscious beliefs. And we'll just call out anything that's hiding in there. You know, I, I remember when I felt intimidated about money and I thought I cannot come under a spirit of intimidation or fear around money. I cannot. And so when we don't have enough or when we're not sure how to get more, we can come into intimidation and we have to realign ourselves with what God says. He has plans for us to prosper us and give hope and a future and come out of alignment with any intimidation, intimidation around people, intimidation around clients, intimidation around what should I say on, on my, um, in my marketing, intimidation around sales, intimidation around bills, fear around paying bills, so, so just keep writing as I'm speaking. Any words that are coming to mind and, and I'll ask you to put some in the chat so I can see what, what you're feeling and what you're thinking because I really want to do an activation here. So, you know, if you want to put in some of the things that, you've, that you're, are coming to mind that are, have been holding you back, you know, maybe it's money is hard to get 
or money is means I have to work hard or money, what does money mean to you? So please go ahead and put that in the chat because I'm going to do an activation and I want to, I want to help you have a shift here um, today and release some of these things. So we bring them into the light so that we can release them and replace them. And so that we can then create a new manifesto and a belief system around, around money. So maybe you don't have like hangups around money, which is awesome. I, I, I haven't met too many people who don't have hang-ups around money. <laughs> Some hang-ups anyway. Um, but, you know, it's great when you have the positive, um, the positive thoughts around money and I'm, like, excited for you. And so there's some shift happening. I can see there's some positive uh, thoughts around money, which is awesome, some breakthrough. But, yes, there's the old rules. There's the beliefs around what people say. And so as you write down these words, uh, I want you to start to think as we come through to the end of the session about what are you exchanging? What are you exchanging your, your, your new beliefs for? You know, money is, is a tool in my hand to, to bring freedom to my family, you know, and uh, um, I am the head and not the tail. And so sometimes we have like these spiritual beliefs that we believe but then we're not aligned emotionally with those. So we want to bring an alignment emotionally into those. Okay, so uh, I'm just going to give you, uh, I'm excited because there's like a lot of positives here. This is awesome. And so I'm going to give you uh, a, just a moment. We're going to, we're going to do a, uh, an activation and I'm just going to get you to, um, to just take a deep breath and close your eyes for a minute. And I, I want to give you just an opportunity just in this moment to sit and reflect and just allow whatever comes to mind to come so that we can see if there is anything that you need to let go of in order to reach forward. Because, you know, we want to go into battle with no baggage on our backs. We want to go into battle with freedom. And I'm reminded, and I just want you to sit and just imagine yourself in a place that is like, Imagine yourself in a room full of money, full of $100 bills. Like, how cool is that? Feel it in your hands. You know, I had a friend, a Greek friend, and she worked in a, uh, her parents had a fish and chip shop, as you do in Australia. And, uh, and so every day they used to have to count the money and the kids used to count the money. And, you know, she, she, she became very successful. She, she ended up running a very, very successful cafe and um and selling it for millions of dollars she did really well and i was talking to her one day about it and she said i used to hate counting the money but actually counting the money what gave her a tangible experience of feeling the money in her hand and 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 remembering that they were receiving money so as i'm talking i'm just going to get you to just stop for a moment close your eyes and just wait for a moment take a couple of deep breaths in and out and in and out and just take yourself for a moment to a restful place maybe just looking out at the ocean or in a bush and I just want you to imagine that there is a, a light coming and shining inside your head and inside your heart and illuminating and lighting up anything within 
that needs to be released. So I'll just be quiet for a moment and allow you time to wait and receive. And maybe you wanna put your hands out with your palms up in a position and a posture to receive. Another deep breath in and out. And just imagine for a moment that you are sitting in preparation to take that whale, to catch that whale, to take that mountain. And as you are looking at the mountain, you're preparing, you have the blueprints around you of what you're going to do. I want you to notice the blueprint next to you and it has numbers on it. It has uh, sales numbers on it. It has numbers of people that you're gonna help. And just sit and hold the blueprint. I literally see the blueprint with blue. It's got blue writing on it. It's like a blueprint. And it's your own blueprint that is unique to you. And it has a number at the top that represents freedom for you. And as you're holding the blueprint for your business, it's like a map to take you to the top of the mountain. And it's a practical map with strategies for your marketing and your sales and your sales process. And it's also a spiritual map that will show you signs that will lead you. And as you sit at the mountain, I want you to notice that there's, there's a, like a box next to you of things that you're gonna leave behind. And just ask yourself in this moment, what is it that I need to put in this box and leave behind at the bottom of the mountain? Just ask yourself, just listen to your heart. If you want to ask God, what is it that I need to leave behind right now to lighten my load? Is there any old trauma just to let go and leave behind? Any wounds? any disappointments, fear of authority, fear of expressing yourself, doubts that you can't do something that you haven't done before, intimidation. You can put as much in that bucket as you want in that box. Just hand those things over right now. That's it. I'm just letting go of anything else. Maybe it's things that people have said to you in the past or how you felt around certain people. Just putting those things in that box and seeing yourself taping up that box and if you need to put anything else in there later, you can. You can get another box and fill it up if you want. And just coming back to your blueprint and putting your attention on your blueprint. And there's a sense of determination. There's a sense of, of uh, intention. 
to take this financial mountain, to catch this next whale, to catch some fish. And notice that there's somebody next to you, like a guide, and I believe it's God. And he's coming with you all the way, every single step of the journey for your financial goals. He's always there. He'll talk into your ear and tell you the things that you did not know about how to market, about practical things. He'll give you a blueprint for your product, for your pricing. And maybe he'll show it through me and maybe he'll show it to you on your own. So just notice you have the blueprint in your hands, feel it in your hands. Recognize, look up at the mountain and see that you're being called up there. And you are, you are a pioneer in your field. You are a pioneer. You are pioneering in this season. We are pioneering to go in and take the territory that other people haven't taken before. And, and it requires courage. And you need to know that along the journey, there are gonna be times where you're tired or it's hard, but you will have the stamina because you'll be moving towards freedom and purposely moving towards financial freedom. So just notice how you're feeling as you're looking at the mountain. Deep breath in and out. Just being calm. Being calm. Listen to your heart beat right now. It's a sense of, of a slow beat that is confident and strong for the journey being strong and courageous for this journey in every day, in every moment, strong and courageous with your blueprint. Maybe you've got a basket of things to refresh you along the way of water, of love, of people, family, flowers, food, picnic, all these small things that you can enjoy on the journey as you're climbing this mountain towards your goal. And recognize you're not alone. And see as you start to move towards these financial goals, see unexpected miraculous breakthroughs happening. As we've already started to see, there are far more coming. We haven't even tipped the surface of the breakthroughs that are coming. I want you to take a deep breath in and blow out any tiredness, any doubt, any frustration. And give yourself permission to not deny yourself of the freedom that comes with receiving money to be able to impact more people and impact your family and have fun. So just breathing in and out and just notice as we go through the rest of this session, 
that you're going to have, you're going to hit the nail on the head and you're going to, it's going to be quick. It's going to be a quick um, release of the things that have been holding you back. It's going to be a quick release. I'm seeing like, as if um, you were pulling out nails out of a, out of a, uh, a deck, you know, that like when they pull out nails really quickly, it's just pulling out anything that is getting in the way because we are rebuilding. This is a lockdown rebuild, right? This is a lockdown rebuild. So just when you're ready, I want you to open your eyes again. And then we're going to start to, to identify the things that have influenced us in our lives and, and come back and find moments where we can actually reinvent and redesign our future based on the beliefs that we've been, been holding under our, our, in our subconscious mind. So I'm going to ask you a question. Who were your role models around money, specifically around money? And I want you to put it in the chat. Who are your role models around money? Just put it, what comes to mind? I think about my parents, obviously, being role models. And I've said, shown, told you before, like they role modeled um, wisdom and good stewardship, but they also role modeled lots of hard work, striving, hard work, you know, flogging themselves, no rest. And so what, what is, you know, who are your role models? And then as you think about your role models, and maybe they were a boss or maybe they were um, people that you knew who had money. I remember we had a family who had, uh, who had money um, at our school and they were real show-offs. And, you know, the lady would come up and she'd be like this, you know, and we'd sort of feel like the poor relatives a bit and the, the daughter would always have the fanciest, um, <laughs> we had an Easter parade and she'd have like the fanciest thing and we'd have this little cardboard box on our head because, you know, seven kids and not a crafty mum. And all those little moments where you, you, you look at other people around you and you look, you look at them and you wonder, you know, how are they like that and how am I like this? And so, you know, who are your role models? And then what is it about your role models that you don't agree with or that you don't want to be like? So just throw that in the chat and write it down. Like, what is it around the, your role models? Was there anything negative around your role models? Like, for example, when I said, you know, my parents were so, so hard. They just didn't enjoy, um, enjoy enough free time, enough holidays. So, so what was it that you didn't like about, about what you, they represented to you? Were they cocky? Were they, uh, were they a bit in your face? Was it friends at school? Was it, you know, family members? So working really hard, that seems to be something, you know, that, that comes up. So if there was something negative that comes up, I want to ask you, you know, firstly, can you forgive them for those things and also adopt the opposite? So what is your new manifesto and belief? What is it that you can take from them that is positive? Because it wasn't all bad, right? Like I look at my mom and she paid off our mortgage. She stewarded her money well. She invested. She was, she was managing her money really well. But she also worked really hard and was exhausted. So I will take the stewardship and let go of the exhaustion. So what is it that you're going to take and what is it that you're going to let go of? 
Okay, so you know, do what you have to do to make money, even if you hate it. Let go of that. Live with passion and make money. Receive that. So what is it that you're gonna let go of and what is it you're gonna receive? So now I'm gonna do another activation with you. And what I want you to do is I want you to close your eyes again. And I'm gonna ask you to, uh, to just take a couple of deep breaths and take a moment. And I'm just gonna invite God into this. And if, if that's not your belief, just you just, just go with what you believe. And I want you to just take a moment and see yourself and remember a memory. Remember a memory of a moment when you were a child. And I want you to think of a moment where you may have felt any sort of disappointment or a slight uh, sense of failure or disappointment or discouragement, unmet expectations. Just take a moment. I was reminded the other day of, of, of a fun, happy experience that I had forgotten where our parents used to take us to the Coke factory every Saturday for games. And I was reminded of that. But then I was also reminded of a time that I shared where it was Christmas and I didn't get something that I wanted. And I remember sitting in the lounge room feeling so disappointed in that moment. And so if there's anything that comes to mind, I want you to just notice what it is you can put, you can put um, that in the chat if you like, or just sit and, and listen. Just ask God to show you if there's any moment, maybe there isn't, but if there's any moment of disappointment or offence, maybe it was even as you were working or a teenager, the way that you felt about money. So just take a moment. And if anything comes to mind in that memory, I just want you to imagine that God is standing before you. There is a kind, gentle person standing in front of you. And I want you to release and give over that sense of disappointment, hand it over, surrender it. Because in this moment, there's an exchange of gold for gold. And I just see a balm over situations that were not in your control. And where, and this is, this is a growing up, it's a maturing, it's a receiving, it's a receiving of things that you may have missed out on. And as you handed it over, I want you to imagine that you're being handed something in return. And just ask God, what is it? Let him give you this gift in this moment. Hold out your hands and ask him, what is it that you wanna give me right now? And he will show you. 
It may be a physical gift or it may be a hug or it may be a word, an emotion. Because our, our journey with money often gets interrupted when we're a child. And so we want to release ourselves so that we can grow up and have responsibility and go into this next part of our season of our lives carrying something that is positive, that is loving about ourselves, receiving for ourselves so that we can receive for others. And I'll just get you to, in a moment, take a deep breath and open your eyes. And I'd love you to share in the chat, you know, what is it that you felt like you gave away and what is it that you felt like you received? That would be awesome. If you, if you feel to share that, I would love to see that in that moment. And you can go back and do this for yourself later on as well. You know, specifically about money, specifically. There's that word, specifically. You know, disappointment and rejection for humility. Do you know, I had, I had such an incredible um, couple of opportunities this week and I was crying because I felt so humbled. I felt so humbled and in awe of the love of God for me that he would start to hear the cry of my heart and answer my wildest dreams and open up doors that I didn't even push open. And so this is what I want to impart to you so that you can, as I step through even more doors, that you will step through even more doors, that you will step into your destiny, that you will step into the financial freedom, that you will receive it, receive it, receive it, receive his love, receive his love. And, you know, we, we, we throw off a cloak of embarrassment or, or feeling ashamed. I remember feeling ashamed as a child. And yet, you know, we had a house and everything, but I remembered feeling shame. So I gave him my shame and I, I received dignity and humility. And when we think about, about when, we, um, when we start to walk in wealth and we walk with a posture of wealth, it's actually not like how we see people who are, you know, all these like fake marketers and millionaires and they're like, rah, rah, manifesto, affirmations, come and buy my program. You know what? This is holy. This is beautiful. Wealth can be beautiful in the hands of somebody who carries love for the people that they're going to distribute their gifts to. And I, this is what I want you to start to to really ingrain in your mind, you know, a way of thinking that it's like a new, um, it's a new, what's the word? It's a kingdom wealth mindset, but it comes from a place of love of self, not self-abasement, not self-rejection, not self-disappointment, not self-frustration, not self-doubt. Um, that, is, that is out of alignment with how God sees us. And we are made in his image. And so when we see, start to see a mirror of ourselves of how he sees us, 
in relation to money specifically, we have to steward our emotions in relation to money and not let them run amok in our minds and take us down tracks that are, that are, that are poisonous tracks. We want to go down up that mountain, you know, wealth in our hands. We can be trusted with wealth if we, if we steward it well, if we don't waste, if we sow, sowing and reaping, it's a spiritual principle and we're generous, you know, and we're not scared of investing in ourselves. You know, we are hold back on ourselves way too much. And so as we start to steward our money, and we'll talk a bit more about behavior around money next week, but I want you to start to now think about who are your role models? Who are the big dreamers that you, that you aspire to be like? And I put down Walt Disney, not that I want to be like Walt Disney, but I put down Walt Disney because what I admired about Walt Disney was his ability to hold on to his dream and continue to go after it. And look what his dream, you know, did for people's lives. And when you think about your brand and what you're known for, uh, you know, we, when, we, when we think about Disneyland, the brand is called, like, it's all about happiness and dreams. And I, I shared that before when we were talking about marketing. But he was so single-minded about that dream and what it meant to people that he didn't, he refused to give up. And I, I put Roger Federer because I love him because he's so incredibly uh, determined. He's brave, but he has so much humility. I love his humility. So who are the dreamers that inspire you? Who is it that you've noticed in your lifetime? And maybe it's somebody that you know. It may not be one of those famous people. Who inspires you? So I want you to, to write that down and write it in the chat. Who inspires you? Who comes to mind that inspires you, that has achieved financial success? Who comes to mind? Who inspires you? And what do you believe about that person? So put it in the chat. Awesome. You know, put it in the chat so I can see who you're thinking about. And what is it about that person, especially if they're extremely successful, what do you perceive about them? What do you believe about them? Do you think they're smarter or more talented? Or do you think that they are, um, were lucky? Are they better than you? Are they smarter than you? You know, you have the power to get wealth. You have the mind, you have a mind, the mind of Christ. We are made in God's image. And so you have, you have the, um, the power of this incredible machine. And this is as much about learning how to drive our mind and our neural pathways as it is about learning the entrepreneurial skills. And when we don't know what we don't know, our brains can run to all those tracks. So, so yeah, like, who is it that you admire? What qualities do they have that you admire specifically? So vision, creativity, humility, and maybe it is people who like live next door to you or live down the street. So I want you to start to think about what qualities you have that are similar to them. Because generally when we relate to somebody and we see them 
carrying a certain mantle or we see them as someone that we admire, it's usually there's something in us that wants to be like, do something similar to what they're doing. Like I have followed so many personal development leaders over the years because I, I and the original ones that I followed, Norman Vincent Peale, he was like this old man and he wrote a book called The Power of Positive Thinking. And he, I started reading it when I was 12. And I started reading about psychocybernetics because I was interested in neuroscience. And so I started to see people on stages, you know, at conferences and, and I'd want to be on the stage. And I didn't want to be on the stage because I wanted to be famous. I wanted to be on the stage because I knew there was something within me that was meant to be on the stage. So when you start to look at, at the qualities that they have, you probably have some similar qualities that, uh, that you can relate to. You see something in them that you can relate to. So what is it within you that you want to nurture within yourself? What qualities would you want to adopt, consciously adopt and beliefs in order to achieve a dream as big as the, those of the dreams of the people that you admire? Might not be the same dream, probably won't be the same dream, but where, how did they get there? And often it's, it's really about how they think differently. You know, you think about Colonel Sanders with KFC. He was in his 60s before he launched that business. You think about Walt Disney, he was fired from a job and told he wasn't creative enough. It's, there's so many people who come across so many adversities on the journey. And the problem is people abort, they abort the journey right at the beginning. They abort um, marketing or they abort, they don't give birth because they abort their dream because it feels too hard when they start to have to learn how to sell or they start to have to learn how to market. That's why so many businesses fail, not because people don't have a good idea or a product, but they, they don't have the resilience and the fortitude that it takes to push through the battles that you fight day after day. And you do fight battles day after day. You know, I, I didn't show up and just get a six figure whale. I had to, I had many, many, many times where I was, putting in the work, sewing, watering, sewing, watering, sewing, watering. But I don't believe that it has to take you guys as long and we're already seeing breakthrough. There is a breakthrough that's happening, but I'm just saying that in the journey, who are you being in the journey? When you are looking at doing something new that is scary that you've never done before, what are you going to expect to yourself? in order and what do you need to what quality do you need to overcome that fear and maybe it is like creating an online program and you've never used all the you know the the, the technology but who are you going to be in that moment as you start to approach these new things that you haven't done before who do you want to be who do you want to be about money who do you want to be when you get a bill and you don't know how to pay it who do you want to be when you have to invest more money in your business and you're scared? Who do you want to be when you've got to go for an interview for a job? Who are you going to choose to be? What is, what is your manifesto going to be? And, and you know, I think about, I, I was reminded this morning of, of the story of Gideon. And Gideon was a judge and a prophet in the Bible. 
And Gideon was chosen by God to go and take an army. And the reason I started thinking about Gideon was because I, uh, I felt in my heart that I got a number for the next program of people. Maybe not the next program, might be over a few, I'm not sure. But I got a number and the number was 300 people. And I saw a key ring, a massive key ring, full of 300 keys on the key ring. And each key represented a person that I'm meant to help and help them give them a key to turn the lock, to open up their business, their money, their calling and their job, whatever it is. So I saw that I keep seeing this big key ring with 300 keys on it for our, our, next, our next journey in this, in this dream driver's journey. And so I knew there were 300 and then I was reminded that Gideon took 300 into battle and Gideon had all these soldiers, thousands and thousands of soldiers. And God said to him, no, I don't want you to take all the soldiers in because the battle is mine. I want them to know that the victory was because God helped you do it. And we might feel like we don't have everything that we need. This is where our, our, we believe that we have somebody bigger than ourselves to help us win the battle. And, you know, Gideon was actually hiding in the wine press and he was threshing wheat in the wine press. And when they thresh wheat, they would throw out the grain and find the wheat within the, within the wine press. And why was he in a wine press? He was hiding in a wine press. And a wine press is like you can be under the ground in a wine press. He had fear. And an angel came to, the, to him and sat at the tree and said, uh, you know, and started to speak to him about what God had called him to do. And he needed proof. He said, I want proof. God, send an angel. And then he put out a fleece and he said, if this fleece has dew on it or doesn't have dew on it, I can't remember exactly, you know, that will show me that you are telling me to go and fight this army, fight this battle. And sometimes we just want so much proof. And, but, you know, it's the season for the Gideons and the Davids to come out of hiding. And we all have self-doubt. We do. And, you know, it's so beautiful because when they went down, they had a dream about how to defeat the army. And I know many of you guys have started to have dreams. And this is where we get divine blueprints and divine strategy. Listen for that. Listen for that. Listen for the divine strategy. If we slow our minds down and we don't put our attention on the doubt and the fear and the intimidation, but we put our attention on the mountain, we put our attention on God, we allow ourselves to slow down and collapse time and let time give us what we need in a place of rest. Do you know, earlier in the week, my mind was racing. And I, I just thought, I'm going out to, my, to the bush and I spent two and a half hours out there just sitting there in worship. And I still felt, didn't feel complete peace, but I came home and then I had an invitation that I, I knew in my heart was coming. And I was invited to, 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 to something that is going to be amazing for positioning. And so it came after I worshipped didn't come after I worried. And so as you worship instead of worry, you're going to receive things that you had not um, even thought of. And I think God really responds to worship. He responds to that. And so as we uh, think about what do we have in our hands, we start to 
recognize what do we literally have right now in our hands that we can steward because there are opportunities for all of you right now and often we think we're waiting for god but he's waiting for us to take a step forward up that mountain and we don't know what the top of the mountain looks like and we don't know what we're what what we're going to cross just like gideon didn't know he didn't know how he was going to defeat that army with 300 men you know what they did they blew a trumpet they blew a trumpet and it put fear into the army into the enemy's army and blowing a trumpet is expressing ourselves blowing a trumpet is speaking life over ourselves blowing a trumpet is is using language you know what language do you use in the valley what language are you using in the valley because god speaks to you when you're in the valley and he speaks strategy to you when you're in the valley when you're in the valley are you going to say be careful are you going to listen to the voices that that have spoken into your life of people saying be careful or are you sure about this it's COVID or are you going to listen to the voice of God are you going to listen are you going to start to speak to yourself in the valley and speak over your mountain in the valley you know you might feel like you're in the valley or you might feel like you started to climb the mountain but let me tell you when you're climbing the mountain there's there's still times when you're in I sat in the cleft of a rock the other day and I, I waited, I had to wait because I know that I'm being released into something new to release more people into the next season and I have to break through that. And so I have to come back to the rock and sit and just get strategy for the next season. And so when you're in the valley, you, you have two choices in the valley. You can listen to the voice of intimidation or doubt or fear, or you can listen to the voice of hope and encouragement and dreams to start to step in and release your brilliant mind to overcome problems or challenges and release your voice. You're the voice. You're the voice. Try and understand. Make a sound and make it clear. Whoa. Remember? You're the voice. We're not going to live in silence. We're not going to live with fear. Whoa. You're the voice. Be the voice of your future. Listen to the language in the valley. Speak over the mountain. It says, you know, we can speak over the mountain and mountains will be moved. And the mountain that you're speaking over is your dream, is your financial dream. So as you start to listen, there's going to be an exchange over the next week. When a thought comes to mind, and that old, that old, um, those old thoughts, thoughts come to mind. Just say you're just a mouldy, oldy thought. I don't need you anymore, and and allow yourself to release that thought. All of this is a pattern of thinking. It's just a pattern of thinking. I mean, there's spiritual levels of not coming under a spirit of fear or intimidation, but sometimes it's just a, a pathway that your brain's got used to. It's just a muscle that you've built. So we intersect that pathway today, we've intersected and we have to create new pathways and our new pathways, we have to work at those new pathways. That's why people go into a motivational um, weekend and then they come home and then everything goes back to normal within two weeks. It's just because you've worn paths in your mind. So the way that you redirect it is that, you know, you get rid of the moldy oldy thoughts and you move towards, you move towards freedom you move towards 
uncaged, being uncaged, being uncontained, releasing an uncontainment over you today. And so what specifically do you need to learn or persist with right now in a practical way to allow you to make more money? What do you need to persist with? And how do you need to be about that current fear that you have? What do you need to think about yourself differently, about anything that is holding you back? What do you need to, what, what do you need to be intentional about in terms of changing the way that you're thinking? Maybe it is something to do with technology. So what do you need to learn that is going to help you? Who do you need to get help from? What are you going to let go of this week? And what are you going to take in exchange? So I want you to think about that. And I want you to write a, a money manifesto. We're going to create a money manifesto. And, and, and part of that is actually like what we've already started with what rules you are going to choose to adopt. And now we're talking about qualities and beliefs of being the person that you want to be. And so how do you want your relationship with money to be? Maybe you might use a word like I'm going to be the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. Money is just a vehicle in my hand to allow me to release more love through what I give through my product, through my service, through my skills. Well, how do I want my relationship with money to be? Is it just a vehicle? Because really what's more important is who you are in the journey and recognising the intelligence that you have been given to strategize, to market, to sell, to find that perfect job. You have been given divine intelligence. These are kingdom keys. Your perspective and what do you do in the process? There's power in the process. There's peace in the process. How can you access power in the process of creating money right now? So your dream work, your dream work is what is it? that you are going to adopt in terms of qualities. Like what qualities are you choosing in this season in order to create your financial dream? What qualities are you choosing in this season to create your financial dream? And what is it that you already have? What is it that you already have in terms of qualities? in terms of your own beliefs in order to create your financial dream. And the thirdly, what is it that you're going to persist with or learn? What are you gonna persist with or learn? 
to get you there. And the last thing I would love you to do in your dream work is share about what was that exchange? What did you give away and what did you receive in that activation? Okay, everybody got that? Awesome. So your old beliefs in exchange for your new beliefs. So awesome, awesome. Uh, go out there. It's kind of a feeling of today. It's kind of a feeling of slowing down a bit, um, get a catching your breath, having that sense of confidence and calm as you as you move into the next week, we are seeing breakthrough and I see breakthrough comes from a place of rest, a place of calm and a place of love and a place of confidence. So as you're doing this hard work, I feel like a grace over it, um, that it's not like this heavy duty thing, but it's just a beautiful grace over it as you just allow, allow yourself and allow God to, to give you an exchange as you did today and do a work in your heart to see yourself as you truly are, as a king, as a queen, as a daughter, as a son of, of, of a, a royal anointing, a kingdom anointing for money. And I'm just releasing that over you today as we finish up. I'm releasing over you a kingly anointing of humility, of courage, of grace for yourself. Please give yourself grace in the process. You know, it's kind of like you have to stay on that track, that lane of grace. And as you give yourself grace in the process, you, you start to uh, receive more and it comes much more easily. You know, the joy is your strength. Joy is your strength. So even though you are doing activities, I don't want you to get so busy, busy that like you're like hustling and it's crazy. Just take a step back, take a deep breath because you know that the fish are coming as we whistle for them. And many of you have already experienced people approaching you. And those of you that haven't yet, that's just because you're not enough, you haven't actually put it out there. You may not have put your bait out there or they are coming. Remember the fish are under the water. You just can't see them all the time. Doesn't mean they're not there. A lot of times people are watching you and you don't even know. They're watching you, so don't just expect that they're gonna bite. They're gonna bite. Believe me, they will. Queens don't wear old jeans. <laughs> you know, we don't have to uh, live in, in poverty or in um, poverty in our, in our emotions. Um, we don't have to live in a state of poverty in our identity. And this is about recognizing, you know, the royalty that you have within you. And not only that, but the mantle that you carry, I see like, I see like, you know, in the old days, they would have like the queen in the tower and then they give out baskets of food to the people in the square. Like you have baskets of food to give as kings and queens. You have that. You have that. You are in the castle. 
you're not in the in the marketplace you're in the castle and so i want you to just imagine that you're in the castle and you've just been handed a royal blueprint for how to make money and from the king himself from the king himself you have been given that gift today and it's a spiritual gift but it's also a practical gift you have the power to get wealth you have the power to work out what to say you know when you're marketing you have the power to to influence people um, and you have the power in a positive way you have the power to create that match between you and your clients or you and your employer or your future employer or your team or whoever is around you in your life and so i just decree that today <laughs> okay awesome good job guys good job